direct from the middle of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Uh-oh, we're live. First time doing oh, yeah. remote podcasts. Rem- remote podcasts from Florida to Los Angeles to a toilet in Los Angeles <laughs> with my good friend, uh, Chris Kaloa, who a lot of you may know from movies such as Blue Crush and Into the Blue and, <laughs> and Snakes on a Plane. Well, well, snake in the toilet. Snake, right now. now you got snakes <laughs> in the snake toilet. In the toilet this morning, <laughs> oh, welcome to another episode of Beneath the Surface, uh, the boat podcast behind the scene. Oh, this is definitely well, behind the scene. <laughs> hey, and for those of you guys listening out there in, in radio podcast world, uh, earmuffs for this one. This one could get a little gnarly. Uh, we'll try to keep it on the tracks and not get too deep, but. I'm sure these two will have some interesting stories to tell, uh, you know, uh, getting wild. (laughs) Chris, you still there, buddy? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So heavy. It's a heavy one. (laughs) I don't even want to know what Sean thinks. He's such a safe pervert. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, so kick it off, Sean. So Chris, so I know Chris through just a real quick backstory. I know Chris because he lives across the street from my little brother Patrick in Los Angeles. Poor and guy. Chris is um he's a Samoan, but he grew up on the North Shore of Hawaii. And so I don't totally run around with a bone in my nose, just partially. Yeah, he runs out. Yeah, he was a wild child. He's got a really Hide great, your horses. What's that? <laughs> It was a joke, a running joke. Uh, see, I'm talking some Samoans. It was a running joke with me and horses. It was freaking. Tongans are known that when Cook and the gang came through, the captains of the, the European world came through and they brought us horses. We ended up raising the horses, but we didn't use them to ride. We just put those things in the belly. We had no idea what the hell they were for. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Chris and I have a pretty cool backstory. We've done some fun things together. Chris is a professional bodyboarder, one of the... I would say arguably one of the best in the world has been for a long time and, uh, and an amazing fisherman, just an all around waterman and actor and just a great human being. Um, Chris and I fish together. We surf together. I shoot him a lot. We've traveled to Hawaii. We've, I've jumped off of, uh, paddle boards in the pacific ocean with knives trying to stab halibut <laughs> that fell off my hook that, i think the first time chris and i went fishing uh he and i were both on a rover and i hooked a halibut and it came up to the surface and chris grabbed it and it flipped out of his hand and i was fully clothed dove off dropped my camera and dove off the board with a knife trying to stab it at the bottom of the ocean dude that that camera's lens, I've had it a couple thousand dollars a piece. I, I've never seen anybody so ridiculously just throw the camera and just jump in the water. Like, the cam- like our boat's not that way. You chuck the camera at me, and, like, if that can hit the water, that would have been thousands and thousands of dollars down the tube. He didn't get- Did he catch it? I barely caught it. I barely caught it, and he dove off. I was like, this guy's fucking out of his mind, dude. Was that the first time fishing with Sean? Yeah. And it, it, there was no way I was ever going to get this fish. It was a big halibut. And Chris tried to stab it for a picture, and it flipped off the board. And, like, I didn't even, you know, 
It's just like I didn't even think. How I was, big was it? it was big, it? like a pretty big caliber, like yeah. a few pounds. I don't yeah, know. That was a that was a keeper. The keeper. And I just threw the camera. I didn't even think. I was fully clothed with jackets. Cold. Dude. It's foggy. I just dove down into the water to the bottom of the to the to the bottom of the ocean. I didn't even know where I was going. I just thought I was gonna get the fish. Is that like when you were shooting for some uh was it Billabong or some other brand? You were shooting uh, Catalina Island, you're in like the kelp patties swimming with great whites. Oh, that was in Northern California, yeah, yeah, and like Big Sur or something. Uh yeah, crazy. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> story. so, so I've been known Chris for a, a, a couple of years now and we did a great, uh, what we're talking about today is we did a really great feature, uh, video on Chris where Chris and myself and, uh, really good friend of ours, Kevin brothers, uh, went to the North shore of Hawaii, Oahu and hung out with Chris and his family and friends for a couple of days and did a really nice piece on him. And what we're going to talk about today, Chris, is kind of, let's go back in time to that trip and this, and walk us through a little bit of, of your highlights. We're going to talk about some behind the scenes, um, you know, kind of reminisce. Yeah, it was fun. It was, we had a good time. I mean, the waves were big, and we got that, that boat board to go check out the, uh, the bay at Waimea, a good-sized day, and I was like, we got some shots there, and then we went up into the into the river mouth and float up the river towards Waimea Falls Park. But uh, that was the cool. cool part was seeing how that thing was able to get through the surf and they all was able to get out with uh, through the surf at Waimea with that that board. I was, I was kind of amazed at that. It was it, just because it was so light. It was one of those, it was a, like you have your hard shell board, you have your soft, those, those inflatable, the inflatable version. It's just so much simpler to get through the big wave surf. Like I just saw those things as a definite fishing tool throughout the whole Pacific. I just could see those things in the lagoons and in the the water was without an issue, especially in the summertime with all the kids like screw around and stuff. You guys have those, you guys have a, a boat dock that I saw that you guys had, and I saw that, and I saw the boat boards. And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, it's prime time for like. Dock is where it's at. Put yeah. one of those out. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, Chris is always asking me to go to Samoa with him. I've been to Samoa before. Samoa is like, if you ever seen the movie King Kong, like when they when they yeah. go to the island and it's like fog and it's this crazy like sheer cliffs and it's all green. That's what Samoa looks like. Chris has got land there. He's from Samoa and he's always wanting to go there and, and catch big tuna and things on the inflatable paddleboards. I just haven't been able to do it with him yet. Time, time, and yeah, time, time. Time, time always gets fun out there. It's very peaceful. Most of the most of the time that I go out there and there's any kind of Americans or Australians or New Zealanders, like white boys out there relaxing and stuff like that. Well, the time they're getting back on the plane, dude, they didn't even look like they even came from the country they came from. They look so freaking stargazed and happy and sunburned sideways and freaking how many drinks they buy. It looks so relaxed. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost like a sin that they got to go back. They don't even, it's just, it's a whole different world. And because I, I believe there's not a whole bunch of electronics around and yeah. you know, the, the environment is so fresh that when, we come from like a place where there's lots of electricity and electronics and so much hustle and bustle. You go to some place like that, like you get to really be a human being. Like you can really just turn it all off and just go into the bush and just disappear. And that's probably one of the most healthiest things. I mean, you got like, these inflatable boards that you have right here. Getting them on the inside of the of the uh, the lagoons and fishing off the lagoons like that with all those guys was just insane. They inflate, go out, move around throughout the lagoons. It was. It was it's a major tool to do that. I mean, it costs a little more to get them on the planes, but but the the, the amount of money you save for renting those things and going and moving around as yeah. you want when you want to do it with those things, you can't beat that. You just cannot beat the freedom. 
Like literally, I didn't flake that thing. I wouldn't even bring my fucking palm to go out there with a big old thing of, of alcohol <laughs> and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, <laughs> my cooler on with ice and beers and watch guys surf and videotape and throw beer cans to the head and they'd whip it back. That <laughs> was fun, dude. We had a great time. You know, I had a real, <gasps> we had a real straight up, dude. Like, I love real this. fun. Yeah, this is Corey speaking. I, I, I love just watching those video, man, when Sean went to Hawaii with you guys. Just watching you hanging out with all your buddies, you know, doing like all the cookouts and yeah. It, it, I mean, oh, that was something. That that textural shit, man, that was cool. Yes, yeah, so, see, Chris. So, so for the for, for those of you who don't know Hawaii, I lived there twice myself on on the North Shore. I didn't know Chris back then though, but uh, Chris, poor guy, hangs, poor guy. Chris hangs out with some colorful folks, and we we got off the plane. And we drove straight to, what was that town we drove to, Wahiwa? Where, where yeah, Wahiwa is still, still some of the, the most gnarliest Hawaiian ogres ever. It's like a, it's like between two military bases and you got a plantation village. So there's, it has ups and downs. So you have like the ghetto and you got the rich and you got the mountainside and the, and, the, and the street side. And I just took you into like the pack of like all these guys that grew up in the ghetto. Like you, you, always, you ever see that movie, um, with, uh, Goodwill Hunting, where all those guys come from that place. Yeah, 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 dude. And, yeah. Uh, they're tough ass white boys, but they come from the poor side and they always back each other up to the death. That's what those guys were. And <laughs> so when I brought you in there and I go visit all these guys, they put you in the same pack. All oh, these guys are just, okay, he's part of the group. Fucking yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Cabin Ka- was a little sketched out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good for him, though, to like, see a bunch of mokes with no negativities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it sounds always good for getting down and dirty with man. Like if we when we travel to Asia and stuff like that, you know, they all look at Sean like, ah, uh, he's crazy, man. <laughs> Sean's covered in tats, listening on the phone. You know, he he looks like he's halfway in between like a, a rehab house or prison. <laughs> <laughs> on my way from one to the other. Um, and then and then and then we went to so we we start we weren't off the plane for like a few minutes and we went that was our first stop. Chris hadn't slept for you know couple of days we're oh. traveling and then we go straight there we're eating that what are we you opia opihi there are these uh, slugs that grow you know you know the shells the shell uh this type of shell slug they're almost like a slug in a shell and they they, they attach themselves to the most dangerous parts of the rocks and try to use the surf to protect them from people who want to eat them and uh, they're a delicacy in Hawaii because of the danger it takes to get them and how they taste. If you know how to eat them, it's just awesome. So, yeah, you put a whole bunch of that stuff in there. I remember you guys were going, oh, great, nice. No, yeah, that, that was rad. Guts. And you guys were smoking, like, the, the joints that were as big as cigars. and well, All day long. All day long. And then, not me, of course. <laughs> Everyone knows. Not me. Yeah, Nine years sober yesterday. Um, so, so then... Just a quick overview. Then uh, the surf wasn't amazing, but we went to the pipeline to pipeline, went to the pipe house, and then I ran into my buddy there. Um, uh, oh, I, his name's drawn. I'm drawing a blank. What's my what's the the blonde kid's name at pipeline that I ran into? Chris. No idea. Yeah, dude. He's the pipe friend of yours, right? Yeah, pipe surfer that's always there. Um, there's a lot of pipe surfers. Yeah, there. I know, but we hung out with him. He had blonde he from, hair. Where is he from? Is he from Florida? Yeah, no, he's from from Hawaii, man. We, I have no. I'll know, think about it in a minute. Yeah, dude, I went to New Caledonia with him. Flynn. Flynn, yeah, Flynn, Flynn Novak. Novak. Flynn Novak, and I ran into him. He didn't remember me, 
And then he, then he, then he recognized me from like 10 years ago. We we're in new Caledonia when I caused a big scene that they, they banned me from the Island forever. <laughs> and, uh, what happened? Uh, I just went off the rails and, and broke my foot deer hunting and was in like a blackout and lived in a hut for like three days with a cast on my leg, sweating with injecting my stomach with, uh, shots so that my, I wouldn't get blood clots. It was crazy. And they were like, basically don't ever come back here. That was before rehab. <laughs> but anyway, we ran into Flint. We, we, we ran into Flynn Novak. And then, and then we went to Makaha, which is also a sketchy spot if you're not a local. And, uh, and Chris got us over there to, you know, body surfing and surfing. And I got to take pictures of Makaha and it was going off that day. I remember. It's a hey, Makaha is only sketchy if you go over there and you just go put your hand straight into the freezer and rip the beer. If you're, if you're like, I'm like half of me is from Michigan. So, so let's just say the half, the white half of me. If you went into my hillbilly relative's house and went straight into their freezer and started grabbing their Milwaukee brewskis, you'd be asking for a fight. That's what I'm you talking. Got to ask before you go into the fridge. You know, Milwaukee's and, and best, like, baby. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just saying straight up, it's like that in every place in the world. You don't go in and take the beers, dude, right out the fridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got it everywhere, man. Like you know, I'm from the south, dude, and you know, I've got friends live around farms and you know old-time country boys and stuff like that you, you know what i mean there's, there's no difference yeah, you walk up there and you start, the same start kicking their dogs and stuff and <laughs> you're in trouble dude you better run yeah <laughs> whole block yeah. Will come get yeah. you. and then and then let me also say and i know i'm jumping all over the place but we don't have a lot of time i want people to really you know you can all and, and we'll put a link to this of course on the on the yeah. post and you can watch this but we're staying with um Chris's friend on the North Shore. This guy was gnarly. He trains MMA Gene fighters. Gavador. So cool, man. We so we stayed in this guy's gym. Basically, he had a little outside house. We stayed in this guy's gym where he trains people to do MMA. Right? Am I right? Or something like yep, that. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. And we we ended up giving him. Uh, we ended up trading him an inflatable board for rent. Yeah. To stay there. Yeah, he was psyched on that, dude. They've been using it screwing around in Kanye Bay this whole time. They'll have like there'll be a bunch of people out in the sandbars like a mile out, just getting wasted, having a good time, and they'll go sound he'll go paddle that thing out to the to the sandbar, like, how the hell did you get here with that? You crazy. You know, that's classic. Get a ride back in with them, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a cool trip. You got how long were you guys there, man? Man, not long. What was it, about two and a half days, Chris? And we were just kind of nonstop around the clock. You guys called me and just, you know, it seemed like you were going a million miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Back, come back from the States and just watching all the crap go live. on. Next day, we were straight in the water doing that. Yeah, we were, we were just putting it together for you with the time that we had. We smashed it. That's all. Yeah, and then we went to uh, back to L.A. to shoot a little another little section of this same video with Chris and his family. And then we the engine ran good, and the, the engine ran good with with the uh, uh, <laughs> safety pin in the wrong place. It ran good for a while, and I, was, I don't know what to talk about. It. I feel so embarrassed, but we're good. <laughs> but hey, but hey, we had, never, we had the inflatable rover, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. took it to this sketchy shore break spot, dude. The photos where it looks like he's about so, to so epic, and this is almost he goes through this wave. It looks like he's going to get pummeled, and in my mind, I'm like. Just keep shooting. You're gonna die. <laughs> it's something's it's either he's gonna die or he's gonna make it either way. It's gonna make for a great Dark photo. City. Yeah, and he makes it through. I mean, this I can't even believe he makes it through this wave. There'll be a picture of it for you guys to see, but it's insane. He makes barely makes it through this crazy wave. Over the top of it, I popped it. Remember, I popped it just right. Ooh, yep. So lucky. 
Yeah, dude, you shot me that photo. Like, you guys are insane. <laughs> I mean, imagine motors, just everything just yeah, going airborne. Yeah, yeah, Chris is nuts, man. And uh, it happened. You didn't run your son over either. Yeah, my son was out in the water trying to pick things. Were, were you out there with show? Were you out there with a helmet taking photos? No, I was actually on the I was on the beach, but something fell off the board, maybe a bucket or something. Yeah, and I told my kid to swim out <laughs> and get it. <laughs> oh, that's right, dude. Was so nuts. Yeah, my son was like, dude, I don't want to go out there. This guy didn't even know how to use the thing. <laughs> yeah. So what what else is going on lately, Chris? Have you have you gotten into anything cool? I've been well, I've been studying the the striper bass in the morning. I found these places where they're where they're coming in. It's just that we've had too much surf, so I can't like yeah. I can't like go out really far to get them. Then I I've, I've been following the aqueduct system where it brings the water from NorCal all the way down this way and that. There's there's some big ones in there too, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, thirty pounders throughout the aqueduct system. So I've been finding out those places and finding out where the water dumps out into these lakes and which lakes have the better fish and. It's crazy, but the lakes with the best amount of fish from the aqueduct systems, they pop out right in LA first. So right next to the house, about an hour in, it's just striper bass central. I mean, there's guys that fly when when the season starts, there's guys that fly in from all over the US to fish just this one little area, Cat Lancaster, just to see if they can get their prize fish. And um there's a few of these aqueduct systems that go through government land. So I sneak on, get through certain areas when there's nobody there, and I know the days when there, there's absolutely nobody there and I fish and then I I leave for for anything, and I, uh, yeah. the main thing is finding where these aqueduct systems dump the water, and that's where all the big fish are. And that's where I want to get the boat in the water and get crazy, you know. So, so we talk. So when you go out in the ocean, Chris and Chris, he's uh, he's he's playing it down. Dude's nuts. So talk about a little bit about going way out in the ocean. He goes out in the ocean like too far. Yeah, I got I got scolded a few times by the by the by the inflatables, uh, uh, patrols, right. yeah, like in the ocean. I forgot what Great White City, National Great White City. <laughs> water, not Water Patrol, but uh, the like the, uh, the Coast Guard, or whatever. Game. They, I'll be out there. I'll be fishing, and like I had one time, I was fishing way out there, and I caught a pretty good sized bass, and I brought it, and I had a lucky calf with three sets of trebles, and, and the thing kicked and put all trebles stuck in my hand and got off the hook and left the. This this oh. this lucky craft with three trebles stuck deep, all pierced all through my hand, and the the coach is circling above me with his with his helicopter. I'm about a mile out, and I got my daughter on the nose, and she's all freaked out. <laughs> she sees my hand, and I just knew that she's watching. I can't have her be scared because we're out there. I don't want no panic. I said, okay, that's it. I I cut the the line to the lucky craft, <laughs> and and I got the hooks, and I worked every single hook out right in front of her out of my hand without screaming or crying. And she looked at me and she was just, she, I looked like, she looked like she was about to pass out with tears. And then I saw a pile of barracudas, like jumping around crazy. And I grabbed her pole and I cast her and hooked one, put the pole back in her hand. She was on the fish, put the lucky craft in the, in the container. Once you get the hooks out, don't hurt no more. It's done. Right. So I put the thing back in the container. I looked at her and she stood up on the nose of the board and the, the coast guy was tripping. He just flew off. Okay. You're some model. You're, you're like some next level thing. He took <laughs> off. And my daughter stood up on the front of the board after he brought the, the barracudas up to the side of the boat. Dad, they're over there. Go, go. She totally forgot all about my hand. And I was like psyching. I was like, okay, we're back to fishing again, you know? So yeah, that was one story. And the other stories are like outside of a uh, sunset point, which is like sunset beaches is right next to LA. And you're going around surfing and you're around fishing around the kelp beds and you see the shadow of your board and you see another shadow that's bigger than your board and you think that that's your board. And then that shadow takes off and comes back later and then you know that's not a shadow. Yeah, what a shadow. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I want to be here. Yeah. Yeah, man. You guys, 
that's the difference between the West Coast and the East Coast. You know, you got bull sharks over here, but you know, the gray whites, man, you don't have to worry about that. Of course, bull sharks are a little more aggro than yeah. And when we're when, when you're inflatable paddle, that's the thing, man. I think gator shell. Yeah, that's why gator I shell might be the board for yeah. you out there. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a <laughs> metal one, Chris. We can make you a metal one. <laughs> we'll make dude, the credit to us special. I'll buy one. I'll yeah, be happy to buy a gator shell. While I got the money in my pocket, I'm definitely going to yeah. be doing something like that. We can I want to go further out. We can't wait to get you over here to Florida because these people aren't. You're, you're a total Floridian, man. I think in your in your heart you're a Floridian or an Australian. Hey, don't don't be fooled, bro. I'm, I'm definitely into that, dude. Like every time I go to Florida, I'm never in the house if it's too hot. And and uh, ever since I saw the crabs running across the street like that in August, I just never wanted to go in the house on the floor. Just stay outside, fish all day. You, you, you get Sean to take you down to our, our buddies at the Gator Farms and all that kind of stuff, man. Oh, yeah. You'd love that crab. Hey, Chris. Gator. I heard the gators are good to eat on the tail. Yeah, man. They're real good. Um, get, give me, okay, selfishly, give me a good story real quick, and we're going to wrap this up. About being on Into the Blue with that really pretty actress. What's her name? Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Give me one good. Just give me one nug. Tell me. Tell, tell me how. What? Tell me you look. Even with all these beautiful girls, you've been in Blue Crush, Into the Blue. Give me. Just give me a couple little nugs. Like which girls I thought were the most absolute stunner. Yeah, just just a good story. So, you, you, did you teach these girls how to surf in Blue Crush at all, or or what was what was? I I, I was. I was showing Kate Bosworth how to surf a little bit, and um, and she was she she was really she's a sweetheart. That girl, you want to talk about a nice girl? That girl is absolutely one of the most sweetest girls ever. Fun to be around. Um, and yeah, I was I was taking her, and we we're doing a scene out out at uh, Aukai, and took her out to surf, and, and we're just doing this one scene where like a wipeout scene, and all of a sudden the waves got big and scary with a lot of current, and she had a broken board that she was like acting like she was on. And if you know anything about broken parts, the, the broken part's sharp and jagged. And if you're with some like super hot blondie chick, that's supposed to be an actress, she can't be getting cut up by that thing. Yeah. And she lost, she lost control of the thing and it, and it shot out in front of her and the wave hit it and it was coming right to her. And, and before the wave actually hit, I saw it was going to happen. Like, I, 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 I uh, yanked on her, the, uh, some skin on her back. I just basically grabbed her like a me all freaking like, and I said, look at me and listen to exactly what I was saying. She saw my eyes and I didn't say anything. She knew exactly what was up. I said, you're going down now. Hold your breath and come with me. She, she held her breath, went down with me. And I, and I pulled her on her knee. And I, I remember tapping her on her back in a nice gentle way. I was hugging her next to me. She was okay. And as soon as I touched her back and tapped her on her back, she calmed down. She realized, I'm just going to sit on here and just calm down. So I flushed her. Did a little tumbling thing. And she was totally calm. Most tourists that I know would not act like that. They would have, they would have freaked out. They were clawing at me, trying to get air and all that stuff, right? Yeah, she calmed herself down and everything. That board got washed over us. Nobody got hurt. It came back up. And right there, so the, the water security, like uh, the Kailana family came in and swooped us up. And I just remember, Brian, like, that was some pretty smart crap. Because if it wasn't someone that knew anything about the water, that girl would never have a career today. That board would have hit her in the face and she would have looked like Frankenstein. For sure. So that, was a, that was a... We're, 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 I was I was in on an I lived in the, on the North Shore when the movie North Shore was being made. Were, you were a little, you're a little younger than me, so were you a little yeah, kid a then? Kid. Yeah, yeah, but I was I was around that whole thing trying to get into the extra. I wanted to make a few dollars, and uh, my friend Poncho Sullivan was an extra through that, so I was always with Poncho trying to get in. But they had enough people going. It was really cool, really cool. I mean, Poncho got to do that as an extra a few times. They gave him like I think fifty bucks a day, and then they gave him a bunch of shark watches and some clothes. It was like. When you're grown, you get all that cool gear. Like, oh man, it was hot, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a really cool scene. The whole thing, Aki was a way story through that whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Aki, Akalupo. So that guy's so hot. I'm really good friends with that guy. He's hilarious. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, hey, so we're, we're running a little long on this one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wrap it up. But um, do me a favor and go across the street and give my brother a hug for me. And um, can't wait to see you. And either I'll be over on the West Coast, or we're yeah, gonna man. get you over here. You gotta come over here, and you know, I know. Well, I'd love you. We By the way, Sean, your, nie- your nieces and nephews, brother, they're so big. Uh, who's the youngest one? Who's the younger, youngest one of the, the group? Vivian. There? Vivian. Dude. Dude. Auto, I mean, okay, the, the older girl, she's she, she's beautiful. But the younger one right there, man, if that was my daughter, bro, I'd be watching like, oh, she's turning this up. She's got these cute little freckles. She's like, my daughter's so cute. She's got the cute little freckles. Like, this block needs to get, we need some boys on this block to watch over the girls. These girls <laughs> are going to be so cute off this block. I'm scared of that. Well, her yeah. her big brother is like six five now, so I think she'll be. Yo, he's huge. He's yeah, huge. He's got a long reach too. I wish I could teach him some boxing. That guy would be amazing with some explosives on him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right on, man. Well, well, dude, thanks for uh, th- thanks for joining in on our uh, on our crazy co- podcast and adding some nice little flavor, some new flair to it. Yeah, uh, man. You, you, I appreciate what you guys have all done for me. Those things are. I learned a lot about engines since I've had this thing. <laughs> but it, it's Pete, been amazing. It's been amazing. It's really good Pete, stuff. Pete, Pete's his personal uh, helper. Like oh, yeah, he calls. Yeah. He has a direct line to Pete. Yeah, we did it. We did that. We did an episode with Pete. Pete was all terrified to be on the podcast. Where like, what, what do I say? I'm like, here, you just talk. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah. about it. So yeah. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 thing's insane. I just don't know what the what the f the problem is with uh, the California law about not being able Dude. to use those engines over here. California, California, man. Uh, you know, I don't. They suck. They don't have the freedom going. They don't. No, nah, man. And, you know, and everybody's, you know, got this right now with the lockdown and all that shit. You know, with the, with the virus. You guys, I'm so happy. You guys got your beaches back. Hey, hot weather, hot weather, and being outside is healthier. Yeah, man, dude. I mean, everybody's going crazy, cooped up inside. So you know, getting back out yeah, in Florida. You know, it's it's been good, man. I hope you guys come around soon. Yeah, people move to. People move to Florida not to sit in the house. I'll tell you that much. Well, it's happening in droves right now. People are relocating. So you got to make it over here, man. Yeah, we'll get you here this summer, hopefully. Well, uh, prices must be cheap on the houses then, not now. Oh, it's real cheap. Going down. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) You got to speak in my language. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, we got you hooked up. It's like you'll be like a kid in a candy store, man. We got... Anything you want to play on, any kind of fish you want to catch, replace it. What's the ticket to get over there? Oh, I don't know now. Who knows now? Yeah, you're doing airplanes flying. Probably a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, because there was real. Hey, pay you flying, huh? Yep. Shit, I ain't, I ain't scared. I'll definitely come fly, check out. Damn, I'll go bug. I'll get stronger. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we. All right, you guys. All right, dude. Thanks for stopping by, Chris. Later. Later, dude. Bye. Bye. Later.